Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? This is Biddy from DGB. I'm here to put y'all up on game about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a quick rundown. Now, basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. So no matter what your setup is, you can start creating today. That means you can't make no excuses about you got to go on Amazon, get this microphone, get this certain camera. I need this and that. No, you can go right on Anchor, record today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify and any other places where you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, You can do that with a single tap. It's easy. Just record, click. Anchor is also the only place where you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started. Like, now. What's up? This your boy, Matastic, Alabama's highest producer. You know, I just jumped off the porch. We dirty glove bastard. Right now. When you rich like this, you don't check the forecast. Every day is gonna rain. Yeah, made a brick do a brick. Gang whip up shit. This pure cocaine. Right, we got Mad Tastic off the porch with us today. What it do? 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 What it ain't done yet, man. What do, man? How you feeling today, bro? Feeling good. Yeah. You know what I mean, can't complain. Appreciate you coming by, man. You know I can't. Mm-hmm. I just, you know what? You know what the crazy thing about it. I've been waiting for y'all to ask me about, you know, coming on the porch. But, mm-hmm. you know, I've been waiting since the first original porch got down <laughs> when y'all had it at the house. So, yeah, I'm glad it got down, you know, still be part of y'all history, man. Yeah. All about perfect timing. Yes, always, always. And right now, uh, congrats. Number one album in the country. Yes. Little yes, Baby, yes. Uh, My Turn, mm-hmm. that you engineered. Yes. How you feeling about it? Uh, feeling good. I mean, I mean, I feel like... <laughs> 
<laughs> it's crazy. Everybody, everybody has something to prove for this album. Hmm. Baby has something to prove when it comes down to Nation. Just you know, just when it come down to himself. Me, I feel like I have something to prove when it comes down to you know just worth it for real. So when it came down, I guess this was like really a, a good worth that thick album it was really just perfect how everything just came about um it, it the track list had this was like probably like the third track list we had to change up before the official official track list oh yeah so yeah we're just glad you know everything came out perfect how it is you know it's number one right now and yeah. you know still running it up from here yeah Definitely, definitely. We'll get back to the album in a moment. Yeah. But um, let, let's take it back. Okay. How old were you when you first started making beats? Mm. I started making beats uh, at the age of 18. Like, hmm. after I graduated high school, got into college, I met a, um, met a with two of my partners. Uh, one to go by the name of Knuckles, other one go by the name of uh, Bobby Kennedy. And they were like, they were making beats. We always part of this little, um, this little ensemble, like little jazz ensemble in the uh, in the jazz in the jazz band. So, these uh, outside the jazz band, they were making beats. I came around them, you know, just started, you know, checking out, you know, just knowing them as a friend, but didn't even know they were making beats. Hmm. So, it was crazy because it was just like one regular day. I was just like, man, I want to try to make some beats. So. I told them, yo, what I gotta do to make some beats. I had a I had a regular laptop. They went ahead and loaded me up with FL Studio and some drums and everything. I just started practicing from there. Hmm. They give you pointers, kind of show you what to do, or uh, self taught self. They gave me a few. They gave me, you know, they gave me pointers along the way. You know what I gotta do, but you know what they say, you, it's better off to learn for yourself. Hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How long did it take you to get comfortable using that? Took, you know, probably like a little year. Okay. I'm still like, you know, you're still learning along the way because like you're not going to learn everything. But like at least I would say it took me like a year just to get comfortable before I actually just, you know, just getting into the rhythm of making beats every day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But along the process, I was learning how to engineer too. Okay. So, um, I had a um my cousin, my cousin named Fedtime, uh he had uh he was he's an artist out uh out of Mobile, Alabama. Um he uh he was going to this little studio session one day with his uh with his best uh with his partner. His partner, um engineer Ranji, he's a good mentor to me. He was the one who actually actually taught me how to engineer the ins and outs. Okay. So uh it was one regular days. My cousin asked me if I wanted to go to the studio, and the crazy thing about it, I was I was making beats at the time, but I didn't let my cousin know I was making beats yet. Hmm. So, went to the studio, um, started seeing like the little engineering what G was uh, what Ron G was doing, and then it just triggered. I was like, man, let me go ahead and start learning what he doing. So I just started getting closer. It got to one point, uh, bro started like, bro, what are you doing? Like, bag off at one point. But I was just like. <laughs> Man, I just want to learn what's going on. So he kind of noticed that I wanted to like be this apprentice and then like just learn from him and everything. So it was just regular days. I just come by the studio just to be able to like take a little trash out and stuff just to be able to learn a little something. Hmm. So from there on out, it just kept on getting better and better and better from there. Yeah. Did that help you as a producer? Uh, 
he helped me out as a producer, but the thing about it was I didn't even know how it was gonna go ahead at first. Yeah. I was just thinking like engineer was this and making beats was this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know like what to do with both of them together until like later on down the line of my career. Okay. Gotcha. All right, so how'd you get these tags? Let's start with uh, Mattazic been booming off rip. How'd you come across that one? All right, <clears throat> Tazic been booming off rip. That one was made by my boy, uh, by my boy Jay Cash. Uh, he's an artist out, uh, out of Mobile, Alabama. He got this song called 48 Hours. So it was one day we was out here, and uh, it was one day uh, he came out here to Atlanta uh, we had booked a little session and everything, you know, just made songs off the, you know, made songs off the, you know, off the top of our heads and everything. I was just going in with beats. And um, in the midst of the song, he was just like, Jay Cash and Mad Tastic being booming off rip. I was like, okay, that shit was kind of hard, huh? Okay, so he was like, he left, he, I guess he left that day and everything. I went back on the session. I went on ahead and I tried to tweak the little tag and everything, see what I could do. And so once I actually got the official tag, Matt has been booming off real, I started putting in beats and see what that was going to do. Hmm. Ever since then, from there, it started triggering the people. Who were like, okay, Matt has been booming off real. Well, I hmm. like that. I was just like, okay, I'm starting to get a groove of that too. But what's been booming off real? I was like, shit, I don't know. <laughs> beats. Shoot, slam, all that. Anything could be booming off real for real hmm. at the end of the day. So I just had to run with it. Did you have a tag before that? Man, it was me. And I promise that shit was lame. <laughs> like, that shit say, Madtastic, Lego. No. <laughs> that, <laughs> that shit was wasn't tag. it at all, boy. I promise. I mean, I was, I was, you know, I had to had to vibe with it because, you know, it was me at the end of the day. I was like, come on, y'all gotta fuck with it. Uh-uh. <laughs> Nobody wasn't, they wasn't really banged with it for real until I actually switched it up. Huh. And what about Matt, what up? How'd you get that one? Ooh, that's one of them, that's one of the hard, hard ones right there. Now, Matt, what up? Matt, what up was made by my boy Duke, YSL Duke. Um, it was um, one of them crazy nights. This was like New Year's Eve, or t- no, this is New Year's Day, early in the morning. Uh, 2000, 2018. Man, we had a whole party that night. No, the 7th, 19th, 2018, 2017. Okay. Man, we had a whole party that night with me and Turbo all the Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba 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 was over there at Lighthouse Studios. We was turned. I ain't gonna lie to you. We was uh, making beats and everything all night. Then I know for so out of nowhere, Duke came out of nowhere and said, I got a session. I said, <laughs> bro, we got a whole party going on. What you mean session? So we had to shut the whole party down, man. Just go ahead and do a session. So we went ahead and do the session. Uh, put up the first beat. First song of 2017 was uh, his first song on Reality Check, which was regular. Okay. 
that was the first time he ever said met when he said met with up on the track and we started we started with uh we started getting to know each other a little bit you know <laughs> starting to create like a little chemistry in the studio yeah then from there the just keep on dropping tracks from there on out. So shout out to Duke on that one, for sure. Yeah. Um, talk to us about 48 Hertz. 48 Hertz. Mm. 48 Hertz is the next biggest production group ever that's gonna hit the face of Earth. Why I say that, because started out with Three young producers, not even, not even three young producers. They just three hard producers, but they like over the time didn't even know that we were all gonna come together and start working. Uh, my boy Presley P from Birmingham, Alabama, and Jay Rich from, but like Biloxi, Mississippi area. But the way his family is set up is like this, like a military family. So it's like they keep moving around and everything. So we don't know where he, you know, we just know Mississippi was his, you know, Mississippi was his playground for real. Yeah. So um, my manager, Mike, uh, over the time came across, uh, came across Presley before he, before, before he became our manager. Um, me and Mikey was just, you know, just cool, just cool, cordial best friends. We would just be able to talk about anything. And one day we was in a session, um, him and uh, another artist called Bankroll Bookie. He linked us in with, uh, he linked me in with Presley, all the way from Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Now the thing about it is, me and, Pres- uh, me and Presley uh, linked up in 2015, just, you know, just through phone. Yeah. We didn't get to actually see each other in person until 2017. Oh, wow. So like two year difference. By the time I moved up here to Atlanta, that's when like it was an easy, it was like, it was easy for them to actually come meet up. So we was like trying to get something together. Yeah. So along the process of him come, um, of him linking up, he brought his little protege with him, which was Jay Rich. Okay. Jay Rich, hard. For real, like Holmes, just like man, he's he just he just got a different sound. It's like a futuristic sound I we even imagine. So all of us came in the studio. We was we was in the studio for like two days straight, just cooking up beats and everything. In the midst of while we was cooking up, we had I was in the midst of of mastering mastering in the whole. Um, a whole uh, who tape I was working on at this time, uh, P.D. Escobar tape. Okay. And uh, I realized like I was um, when miss uh, when I was mixing and everything. I normally mix when it come down to mastering tracks and everything. I mastering forty eight kilohertz. Hmm. I just pause there and just put that up there. Forty eight kilohertz. All right. At this point in time, I had asked Presley, bro, how long we would be in the studio for? We've been in the studio for two days straight. Two days time, let me see. It's 24 hours in a day, 48 hours. Okay. This nigga called ourselves 48 Hertz. <laughs> Why? Because in two perfect days, we was able to make a perfect sound for the actual group. Hmm. And it's like, it's massive. It's, per- it's like perfection at the end of the day. So. Ran with that. Ever since then, 48 Hertz on this 
48 hertz on that, 48 hertz platinum, 48 hertz. Man, it just keep on going up from here. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then we got another one, another uh, another uh, producer, Stank, Stank from uh, Stank from Pritchard, another mm -hmm. hard producer. He uh, he do he done most of the uh, most of the work for like Papa. And he did uh he did a little new stuff for uh for uh Pasa and uh OG. OG. Yeah, on okay. they uh on their latest project. Yeah. Yeah, you got the uh, latest single now. Oh, Home shit. going in for sure. Yeah. That'll let you know that, you know, 48 Hertz ain't doing nothing, ain't doing nothing but bringing in heats. Hmm. That's it. Yeah. You guys had some big placements already. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, man, like from pure cocaine yeah. to actually to the cardiac Gucci scarf. To scoliosis, to man, underdog, man, the list just keep on going on and on for real. I don't even know when it's gonna stop. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna stop for real. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go back to engineering. Okay. What are some do's and don'ts for engineers while recording? In the midst of recording? Yeah. Mm. All right. Okay, do's and don'ts. Uh, my first first one I would say, whatever you do, make sure you have everything in order before you get start recording. Reason why I said that because um, when it come down to like little stuff like finding the tempo and everything and trying to get the key right, that's very important because by the minute, by the time you get started recording, then you in a different key than uh, then to the normal key that's supposed to be for the song itself. Then you can know you're gonna throw the whole song off. Then when you try to fix it, oh yeah, it ain't gonna sound right then. So that's probably one thing you want to go ahead and get that done. So like getting like the key and getting like the tempo and little stuff together, that's something important. Then on top of that too, a second thing I would not do. Please don't try to start messing with the beat before you get done with the song. Hmm. Um, I seen, I don't know who did it before, but like, you know, I just seen it happen before and it threw the, it threw the artist, it threw the artist, uh, it threw the artist off. Um, got to the point, man, hey man, I thought it was gonna be a fight in the studio. Don't wanna <laughs> got down, going towards that. All right, this third one. The third one is my favorite one. Please do not go to sleep on the artists in the studio. I'm gonna tell you right now, it's been a few times, it's been, uh, it been a few burnt situations. I actually, I, I took a little nod off in the studio. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you my favorite, I'm gonna tell you my favorite one, my favorite, favorite, favorite one. And RP, my boy Thad, cause my boy, my boy helped me out today for real to the very day. Man, we was in the studio. This was back in this was back in uh, Mobile, Alabama. We was at um, Blue Magic Studios. Man, um, I don't know which artist we had coming in town. I think we had Kevin Gates came in town that night, and um, one of his artists, uh, one of the artists that was under him, go by the name of Draco. Uh, he had a feature with um, with not even feature. They were all like just in the studio, you know, doing work with that. And a couple other, a uh, couple other artists in the city. You know what I mean? So, in now at this time while I was recording, 
I didn't took I ain't took music serious. Like I did not took music mm-hmm. serious at all. Like I was just getting the money and you know that was it. So so at this point in time, man, we got them. We record them. This was like probably like four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning. I ain't took no Red Bull, none of that. I'm dozing off in the chair. <laughs> dozed off, dozing off in the chair. It was at one point in time where I was dozing off. I realized I dozed off to the point I went to sleep. <laughs> and only thing I heard in the distance while I was sleeping was, man, 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 I'm about to kill you. I'm like, hold on, what? So I woke up then, and then realizing that Draco was coming out the booth, and Drake by the time now everybody was in, we had everybody in the, you know, in the room that was, you know, in the actual control room with me that was witnessing this. So Draco came through the door. Man, what's up, man? What's up, engineer? You trying to play with me or something? And I was like, huh, huh, huh? Like I don't know what's going on. Like at this, like I still at this time, I wasn't taking this music seriously for real. So he looking at me like. He was looking at me like he was really about to choke me. He was like, "You think I'm? You think I'm? You think I'm one of these little lame ass artists or something, huh? You what? You trying? You ain't taking me seriously?" I was like, "Still don't know what's going on because I'm still like, bruh, just woke." The- hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. I'm everything, bro. I ain't even know what to say for real. I'm just... <laughs> the whole time, bro, for real. So... By that time, got down, dad got down, came around the corner and actually was like, had to let, had to let Draco know, like, yo, like, ain't like one of these artists that's like, that's up here in Atlanta. Hmm. But the thing about it is, just from that conflict and then actually, um, like a couple of days actually realizing the situation, had to calm down, you know, we actually, you know, like, to this day, me and Draco is cool as fuck. Like, we actually, like, we, like, you know, we hit each other up and everything. Like, we be in the studio and kicking and shit and all that shit. But, like, going back to that story, but, like, the third, probably, like, since that day, it actually triggered me because I was just like, man, because he said, goddamn, I'm not, like, any of these, any of these engineers in Atlanta. I'm like, damn, so that really mean, like, I ain't worth it a goddamn to be an engineer or not even saying worth it, but, I gotta try harder. I gotta push myself a little bit harder, cause like, damn. So like, I know for sure I probably could have. It could have been a different output if I actually took that serious when it came out to that situation. So since then, that's what actually triggered me to actually just keep on going and keep on pushing myself to come better and better and better. And then just since then, I mean, different reactions 
different reactions from people when I work with people and all, and it just, it actually, it's a big boost. Yeah. All right, what's some do's and don'ts for artists when working with engineers or talking with engineers? First thing first, don't say you about to sign, you about to sign a producer or the who signed the engineer as you in the session. You don't know how much that engineer is worth for real, for real, for real, for real, for real, for real, for real. That's one. Hmm. Mm. Two. Two. If you gonna say, if the session starts at five o'clock and it's a twelve, not even gonna say if if we start the session at five o'clock and it's a three hour session, and you come in at goddamn six o'clock, six thirty, and you expect for me to think that we started at six o'clock, six thirty, you're wrong. Then on God, then that's two right there. So three. Three, man, three, 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 three. Three gotta be something that's just, that just typical and normal. Mm. I, don't even, I, don't even have, I don't even think it's a lot for real. I know it's a lot for real, for real, but I'm just gonna hold it because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you got certain artists that, like, man, you know what, man, you, you, we can do that because, goddamn, woo, woo. No, you can't do that. So. I'm just gonna hold that. I'm just gonna hold my thought on that. <laughs> All right, Matt, how'd you first link up with uh baby? Uh I first linked up with baby. Um shoot, this around the time this around the time I um I was working, I was working at the underground in Atlanta. I was working at this uh, clothing store called Skills. Hmm. This was after um this was one of the studio one of the studios I was working at um had got broken into, so it kinda got down uh fuck up my income. Hmm. So I had to goddamn find some type of way to goddamn make some money. Like I really was just living out here, like I'm living in Snellville, like, damn, I ain't got no money now. Like, hmm. what can I do? So then that thing happened, goddamn. I started working at the little clothing store called Skills and all. So um, at this time, when the underground was open, um, baby was going to the little drill down there and everything else, right? So at this time, it was like I was probably like in the midst of midst of breaking everything, man. I was I was assisting the store and everything, and I told somebody assist the store real quick while I go outside take a little back uh uh night. Yeah, a uh, black and out. Damn, I was smoking a black and out at the time. Damn, I was stressed. <laughs> But, <laughs> but yeah, but goddamn, so I was smoking a black mild outside and shit. Baby come out the underground and everything. Damn. I was just like, man, having a phone with me. I was like, hey, baby. So shit, baby got down. At the time, baby had, uh, baby had options running at the time, like in the beginning. This was like, I guess the first single he was rolling. Now the thing about it was nobody didn't know who Baby was. So I was just like, damn, like shit, nobody didn't know who Baby was and everything. So I just kind of like, you know, first got you know got his email and everything else. Yeah. But then you know took a picture, you know, just on, on some fan shit. Hmm. And then on then got down, you know, posted. I was just like, yo, man, you know, LinkedIn with Baby. I, I don't have the official first photo. I mean, I do. I still have the first photo to this very day. But man, so since then. 
my manager got down hit me one day. He was telling me to pull up to the uh to the crib, uh to the uh to my boy uh Ra Ra crib. So I pulled up to my boy Ra Ra uh Grand Hustle Ra Ra's crib and everything. Um, cause my manager he was uh doing he both of them they were uh he they were working at the time. So at this time with me, I was coming in just you know just doing a little engineering work every here and there, you know, and probably like do a little producing here. Uh, at this time, Baby had came through too. Hmm. Baby came through and he played us My Dog before he actually dropped it on the radio. Okay. So when he played My Dog, hands down, I told him, bro, that's it gonna go up. Hmm. Like for real, like everybody in the room was like, shit, this is gonna go, this is gonna go, this is gonna go. Since then, since that day, we ain't seen we ain't seen each other then, but you know he started got now working. I'm still doing my thing. Then uh, started working at uh, in the middle while I was uh, working at Loud House. He started uh, he started coming to Loud House and everything. It was just one random ass session because they were like they were calling me telling me yo uh, we got somebody going to um, come into the B room and we, we get you to uh, get you to engineer it. Hmm. Anything happened come up in there? It was baby. Hmm. You can see baby came up in there. Baby recognized me. He was like, I know you from somewhere. And I was like, shit. I just said, yo, uh, shit, from this person, this person, this person. Just like, oh, all right. Shit. So pull up some beats and everything. And then we just started, got down, started cooking up and shit. Since then, we were locked in. Yeah. Locked in and loaded. Then what happened was it was just at one point, of t it was at one point in time in the midst of um, when the, accident that happened that was at Lighthouse house with the whole security with the whole security being uh being shot uh rp stewart that was that was that was a good security person like he was very he was very friendly he was very helpful when it came down to you know to the staff members up there at Lighthouse house studios um after the miss um during that time man Shit was going down again. Like, man, it was like, damn, bro. It was like I was back at it. So you telling me I had to go ahead and get nine to five again? Like, I'm not, I'm not safe right now. Like, I'm not really feeling goddamn like when it come down to me, like safety in the studio is very important. Oh yeah. Cause like, damn, so you telling me like, I mean like shit, like, yeah, like shit, like anything could pop off in the studio, like, bro, it could be like, even though like shit anybody could like just come in with anything at any time and shit and everything but it's like you don't know what the other person's attentions is and everything so long time of that miss you know all that all that was going on i ain't i couldn't i wasn't really making no money for real and i had to find some type of way to goddamn come through then uh my boy quay Quake Global came out of nowhere and called me out of nowhere. He's just like, yo, I need you to push up, uh, I need you to push up to uh, QC. So went on ahead, push up to QC. Find out, got uh find out, got them that, you know, just they need a new engineer. So I just went on ahead, started engineering for baby. <laughs> started engineering baby um from I would say the last album before uh i think what was the um the first album that he, the first album that he dropped his uh 
his uh his freshman album, the one that has uh what life goes on and everything okay, on yeah. it. That was the first. That was the first album I probably had. I had started just doing like tracking engineering, hmm. and then from there along the time I had um you know in the midst of working on the next album which was Street Gossip. Okay. Me and Quay came. Uh, me and Quay were just on some on some well regular ass night. Me and Quay was you know just making beats and everything, just vibing the shit. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. And we made pure cocaine. Hmm. We made a beat the pure cocaine and everything. So the same night that we made a beat the pure cocaine, uh, the, the same night we made beat the pure cocaine, we recorded it the song that very morning. Oh, wow. And then that what is in the midst of that became the record that became the single that was on Street Gossip. Yeah. Even though we didn't even know that was gonna be the single. What happened was it was just by by the streets and by, you know, mm -hmm. just nationally, or people just said pure cocaine that's the one. And still to this very day, people think they got damn that's the, you know, a little goddamn Christmas jingle. And ain't even no Christmas jingle. We just, you know, bang, 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 bang on the goddamn keyboard. That's it. <laughs> Let us live on that, please, goddamn. So that answered everybody' question right there. So you know, if you come out of blue and you think to yourself, "That's a Christmas song," eh, you're wrong. <laughs> so continue from there. So me and baby still get down, like I said, still put in work and everything. You know, from features to you know just everything. Just since then, it just me and baby just had it. Just been having a cordial, a cordial, you know, studio studio vibe that we just get work done at the end of the day. Yeah. So when it came down to this, when it came down to this album, now this album actually was, so I wouldn't even say, I wasn't for sure that the album was gonna drop. Hmm. Why not? Um, you know, when you start thinking to yourself that you could do better, Hmm. And you know for sure you could do better than the next song when you want to add another song to it and add another song to it. It's starting to get to that point that like once you starting to get the flow and the juice in the studio, then you're like, man, we could have got we could could have went way harder, but that's what we got, you know, just because you know the deadlines, hey, that's what we just came with. Yeah. So since then, we to this very day still working. Yeah. Still putting in the next project and still working on the next project right now. Hmm. How long did you guys work on my turn? Uh, I would say actually did it. It took over uh over the midst of the year that okay. he was um that he was you know just even dropped nothing. It was just nothing but features. Yeah, because it was just it was like the problem was. When it came down to the features, when he know for sure he went hard on the feature, and then he's like, <laughs> "Damn, man! Like, I went too hard on that feature. I ain't gonna lie. I wish I, I wish I would have thought about that on something. But hey, that what happens when you know you just going hard at the end of the day. You know what I mean? So it's like, so it's like over the midst of the time while we, you know, while we working in the studio, you know, we, you know, we just had little songs with missing pieces. Hmm. So it's like in the midst, we were just like putting the pieces together like woe wasn't wasn't even supposed to be woe hmm. something to prove wasn't even something to prove hmm. it just kind of like 
over the midst of the time, we actually sat on the songs and we actually sat on the songs and just vibed to it before we actually just like, okay, we got the finalization, how we gonna do this song. Mm-hmm. Same thing with, uh, what's another song? Uh, another, uh, another song, uh, the song with, uh, with Uzi. Okay. It wasn't even like, like the, uh, the first verse, was actually uh the crazy thing about it the first verse that baby on that we he didn't even like it at first he went with the second verse that was on there um the second verse that he came back in with at first but it's just crazy how everything just came about because it's like man the the way that music works is no rules to it mm-hmm. so it's like you could try this and see if this is gonna work out or you could try that and see if that's gonna work out you know what i mean and if it doesn't work out shoot Go ahead and try to do something else and see what that's gonna do. So that's how I kind of like, you know, that's that's kind of like how with just the creativity that baby let me get. Like baby let me actually give me the control, just to, you know, just try different things that you know is gonna be able to enhance him. Hmm. So shout out to my boy, Mike, for sure. <laughs> yes, sir. What was your reaction when you learned the album was going number one? Just like this, yeah. I promise. I was just like, man, I wasn't. I wasn't surprised. Hmm. I wasn't surprised for real, for real. Cause I was just like, yo, like we already, you already had the mindset. We already expected like what stuff that we. I wouldn't say we wasn't expected was like getting like the Grammy nomination. Hmm. That was unexpected because like we didn't even expect to get you know just you know. Alabama, uh, Alabama nigga got down getting the Grammy nomination. You know what I mean? That's just crazy. So it's just like, that's hard. But just making it just, but after I'm going number one, nah, not unexpected. But what is unexpected is having, having 12 songs on the top, on the top, top 100. Yeah. That's crazy. 12 out of 20. That's bars. Yeah. That's a bar there, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for real. Yeah. All right, let's talk about this clip that went viral of you and Baby in the studio when he tells you, Matt, <sighs> get this shit right. <laughs> mm. Man, you know, it's crazy. I don't know if people go back to that video. You know, it's really funny. The funny part about it for me is when uh, 42 Doug in the background, man, free my boy 42. Man, 42 Doug in the background got down talking about uh, talking about doggy tired. I was like, what, man, that shit funny. <laughs> but it's like, it's a little, it's, it's a little slang that nigga be on, but talking about doggy, you tell like, doggy tired. Well, I wasn't tired. See, what happened was, I was focused as ever at that point, like literally focused. So, um, so my standpoint from the video was, man, my ad did some burnt out shit. What, what I ain't did the burnt out shit, but what happened was, Okay, in the midst of when we started, this was the um damn what song this was. I think this was uh this was one of the songs that um that got leaked. But what happened was, man, baby had a verse that he already had put down, right? So he just told me to, you know, just I guess he told me to he told me to mute it. Instead, my ad deleted. So goddamn in the midst, we still goddamn kept going, you know, kept going with the record, you know, with the record, cause you know, um, it was just a little pickup point. Forty two Doug had to do, 
So they came in, did that woo 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 woo. When it got to the end, baby told me, yo, you remember that little first part? Yeah, hey, yeah, hey, hey, goddamn, put that back on there. I thought about it, I was like, oh no, you want me to bring that back up? He was like, yeah. I was like, okay. I paused the whole session for like probably like a minute and 30 seconds. I'd probably say a minute and 30 seconds. Man, my ass had to goddamn say the session, go to the backup session, had to find the backup session with the original on that bit, with the original, uh, with the original version. So I could transfer it into that version of the session. Now, if you're an engineer, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. If you, if you is an engineer and you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, then that just means at the end of the day, you're not an engineer. <laughs> or just at the end of the day, you just ain't understanding how my lingo is. So it's all cool though. At, uh, but at the end of the day, it was just like, I had to transfer the session data. So in the midst of all that was going on, that was going on. <laughs> and I promise, I did not know what the fuck. I ain't seen no flashing light, none of that. I ain't seen the breath. I was just in on, and I was just focused. I was focused, and then probably by the time uh, I went to sleep, I woke up, and um, my boy Twisted, my boy Twisted called me. He was like, "Man, you need to get that shit right, man." I was like. Nigga, what the fuck you talking about, bro, man? What you mean, bro? Get that shit right, bro. He said, oh, yeah, gonna go home. I said, bro, what you, bro? I got off the phone with him. I hung up. For real, just in the midst. And then next thing happens, I went on Instagram, and uh, somebody just shared, uh, somebody shared uh, one of the babies, one of the babies stories, and it was actually, what's the video? <laughs> I was, bro, I looked, at, I looked at the video. I was like, what the fuck? I was just focused in the bitch. I was like, damn. That I was like, damn, Matt, you focused in the motherfucker. Like, hell yeah, boy, you a focused one. So then, this the crazy part. Everything started blowing up the next day after that video. After the video went, uh, the window went, uh, video went away on the story. Yeah. Man, it started out with one blog talking about baby, goddamn baby, yelling at producer. <laughs> And then next thing happened, went to Say Cheese and then went to went to DJ Academics and everything. I was just like, first thing first, the only Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thing that was in my head like. Why the fuck all y'all niggas wasn't even tagging a nigga? Like, what the fuck? Like, nigga, like, I know y'all getting that shit from somebody. And I know for sure y'all seen somebody tag, y'all seen that shit said me on the beat, and you got uh 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 Something ain't right here. Y'all ain't gonna uh uh-uh. None of that going on. But in the midst, goddamn, like, I was just like, you know, it's a little shit. I probably like, you know, just squeezing through the comments and everything. Like people were just tagging out of nowhere who the, you know, who I was and everything else. <laughs> and in the midst of it, I was scrolling through some of the comments. Some of the comments I was I was very disturbed. And I was just like, damn, like these niggas is actually it was just like very hard. Look, one of the niggas, one of the niggas was like, God damn, bro, I beat the fuck out that engineer. Boy, I was in the midst of actually was like, man, let me respond to this little motherfucker like goddamn hey. Hey. 
Hey, I'm here. I'm right here. Just come. Hey, man, I'm for the senior aid ready. Come whoop me, nigga. But nah, but at the end of the day, I just had to realize, like, yo, like, that would happen sometimes. That then, like, that would come sometimes. It would come with being viral sometimes. Yeah. And then on top of that, too, that wasn't the first time. So just like, shit, I wasn't, it wasn't something, you know, it was, I probably would say that probably was one of the ones that actually was just viral, viral. Mm-hmm. But the crazy thing about it, from that video, it actually gave me an idea. When when everybody was in the comments was like, need to get that shit right, Matt was like, yo, that need to be your new tag. And then a couple people got down with inbox and me talking about, yo, that need to be your new tag. I literally was just like, man, I don't want to make that shit my new tag. <laughs> I don't want to make that shit my new tag. I don't. Like, I really was just questioning shit the whole time. Yeah. But then just one regular day, I went straight into the studio and just streamed the goddamn video and went on ahead and tried to make it into a tag. Came out good, but still, I feel like, you know, it ain't official official, but it's going to get official. So yeah. I'm going to stay tuned to see if that's going to be the tag for sure. Yeah, you said people were coming up to you at Kroger. Oh, man, <laughs> but it was crazy because it was one day I was at, uh, I was at Kroger on some real, on some real shit. Like for real, I was at Kroger. I was on the uh, the self checkout line, and literally got down. You know, I'm trying to got down, grab bag of the groceries and everything else. Bruh, the girl got down was just like, bruh, you need to get that shit right, man. <laughs> and then just just continue the goddamn strolling. I'm like, the fuck you got going on, bro? Let me get this shit out. Well, I had to go home, bro. After that shit, bro, that shit was just too weird for me. Uh, uh-uh. uh. You ain't finna tell me. You ain't finna tell me, and I'm not even in the studio to get that shit right. Who is you? Who is you? Who is you? Right now? None of that. None of that. And then you know, the crazy thing about it. Now I got to the point that my friends and all them started yeah. saying that shit on some on some real on some just regular shit, and I just be like, bro. Y'all shut the fuck up. Y'all ain't my friends no more, bro. All that shit just got down. We just, real. come on, man. But, you know, I, I mean, but just to the day, I just really just like, man, you know what? I fuck with it. But I ain't gonna lie to you. Once that album dropped, I had to let the niggas know I had to get that shit right for sure. Yeah. So, so, you <laughs> know, so, so since then, you know, so since then, it's either get that shit right or Matt got that shit right. Yeah. So, hey, man, the choice is y'all's, man, at the end of the day, man. Yeah. Use it to your advantage now, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. All right, and this wasn't the first time you had went viral, Matt. Um, I remember an incident a couple of years ago while you were on the mega bus, and it got raided by the police, right? You ever feel like when you're gonna wake up on the right side of your bed, look outside the window? And you said everything's gonna be beautiful today, you know what I mean? You're gonna go back home to Mobile, everything's gonna be peaceful. You're gonna get on the mega bus, you know, you're gonna get on your ticket and everything. You're gonna, you know, get on the bus, go to sleep, everything peaceful. Mm hmm. Wrong. Boy, I never seen this day that I was gonna be able to like wake up on the mega bus and then this thing happened. The whole mega bus got pulled over. The mega bus got pulled over for 20 bricks. 20 bricks. 20 bricks. It's 20 bricks a, I don't know what it is. It, probably, it was probably about 20 bricks a week. Man, to this day, I still like, I still be like, I, I mean like, bro. I mean, 
I'm still trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out, bro. How the hell, goddamn, y'all get twenty bricks? How y'all get twenty bricks under the mega bus? And how I even be part of the? How I'm part of the situation? Like I'm just like, bro. I'm in. I'm in a beautiful ass dream. And then this thing happened. I wake up. Goddamn, police officer on what uh, one of the little uh, shirts was just like, um, that's cave. You can uh, empty your pockets. So I was like, I woke up and it was like, shit. Okay. I had to think of because like I had to think to myself like did I had marijuana me so I was like no I haven't even talked about that. all right <laughs> show my pockets and everything so then I was like sir I said sir what is going on here nobody in the bus I don't know nobody on the bus everybody was just like oh my god I can't believe this was going on and I'm just like what is going on Oh girl, oh girl next to me, she like, look behind you. This guy got the 10 bricks right behind us. I was like, 10? Looked in the back, bro. It was a whole, like, probably like five, six police cars deep right behind us, right behind goddamn police officers with AKs and everything. Just <laughs> like, yo. I'm like, yo, I'm about to go to jail today for no reason. Like, yo, like, what? Bro, like the whole, I'm like thinking to myself, bro, I know they ain't gonna bring, I, I know they ain't gonna take the whole mega bus down. Like that. <laughs> like, damn, man. So, shit. They got the nigga, they had uh, one of the people got them, had like a little evidence, like a little picture evidence in, in the suitcase where, oh, really? Where the, where the brick was. And they was able to match it with the person and everything. So, it was just like, oh, yeah. It was over with from a boy. Man, my boy got down. Now the boy took the fall and everything. But <laughs> man, oh man, that shit was just crazy, boy. Like man, I still don't know to this very day. Like yo, like how did twenty braces get on the bus just like that? But shit, but who? But it's a crazy thing about it. I know for sure that somebody had to snitch just for they got for that bus oh, yeah. now <laughs> for sure. But damn, man, sorry for my boy though. Yeah. Free my boy if he's still locked up. Yeah, you had posted a, a clip on your IG, and we had posted on our page. Oh yeah, it man. went up. That's just crazy. <laughs> it went up. That's just crazy, man. Cause I'm just like, bro, I never witnessed twenty bricks. Like I never just witnessed just twenty bricks in front of me. I never witnessed being in a situation where I'm part of the investigation that twenty bricks was under a mega bus, and I'm a and I'm a witness yeah. or I'm a victim. Mm mm. Oh, boy, I would have been like, very hold on, bro. If you asking me, goddamn, why I got twenty bricks of, I got twenty bricks of beats in my book bag <laughs> right now, boy. That's all I got. Come on, that's it. For so, all right, man. Before we get out of here, um, can you explain the difference between Mardi Gras in New Orleans and Mardi Gras back home in Mobile? Man, to me, Mardi Gras in New Orleans is like steroids and goddamn. Well, I ain't gonna. I'm gonna put it like this. Everybody had their own tradition of Mardi Gras. But the way how Mardi, how Mardi Gras Mobile is, Mardi Gras Mobile is original. It's really authentic. Now, coming out of New Orleans, even though New Orleans do try to do the same thing, you know, just keep it you know, one year around. But still though, because you got it as an attraction down there, it gets to the point, goddamn, you know what I mean? That shit just, you know, watered out and everything else. So it just gets to the point, man, you don't really want to goddamn, you know, enjoy Mardi Gras for Mardi Gras. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. This is my opinion. And, you know, I already know goddamn somebody going to be like, shit, boy, it ain't like that. That's just my opinion, bro. 
Come on, bro, chill. But at the end of the day, history would tell at the end of the day that bro, Mardi Gras started in Mobile, Alabama. At the end of the day, we we the originators. We're not the duplicates. <laughs> if you really want to go go somewhere for a good time, hey man, around the time of February, probably like around the time, you know, around the time of my birthday and all, go down there to Mobile, enjoy yourself. I promise you is not gonna miss out on nothing. And you tell me which one is better for yourself. I ain't gonna lie to you. This year, we got down throughout, somebody threw out a goddamn a whole 42 inch TV on top of the float. And on top of that, somebody threw a whole drone in front in front of my face. So it's like, hey, you can get anything. Hey, next year, what's, what's next? Shit, hey man, they're gonna throw a Corvette off the goddamn float. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna tread that big goddamn off the floor. They're gonna say, hey, who want that bit like they Oprah goddamn? You want it? You want it? You all gonna want it, goddamn shit, for real. But hey, yeah, man, y'all go down there to goddamn, y'all go down there to Mobile for Mardi Gras, though, man. Y'all enjoy yourself down there for sure. All right, man, final question. Mm -hmm. What does Dirty Glove Bastard mean to you? Mm, Dirty Glove Bastard. Dirty Glove Bastard. Family. Why? Because, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. <laughs> Dirty Glove Bastard is really like, man, it's like real deal family to me. Yeah, I just feel like, when I um when you first start business with them, yes, it's business, but then it comes to a part like as you as as you as the business grows, as you as you know, the more you do business with Dirty Glove, it becomes to a part that y'all it becomes family. And then on top of that, it comes big hey, family business at the end of the day. So it's like, hey man. Y'all don't miss screw when it come down to Dirty Glove Bastard. And on top of that too, man, Dirty Glove Bastard to me is like, man, it's like, oh yeah. Um, goddamn, RIP, my nigga Pooh. I love you to the day I die, man, for sure. Like I, he, shot, he showed me a little ropes when it come down to uh, about Texas, for sure. And on top of that, he had, he had put a little plays together for me too. So, hey, man, love you to the day. And on top of that too, man, I think Dirty Glove Bastard is just like, yo, it's, it's the shit. Is the shit? Is diarrhea? I'm telling you, man. It's, it's 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 a whole nother form of shit for real, for real. It's probably some shit that you can't even withstand for real, for real. So yeah, that was Dirty Glove Bastard meant to me though. So Dirty Glove Balls. Appreciate it, bro. When you rich like this, you don't check the forecast. Every day it's gonna rain. Yeah, made a brick do a brick. I ain't whip up shit. This pure cocaine. Yeah, from the streets, but I got a little sense. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime 
and start experiencing entertainment like never before.